Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Coach Unplugged, episode 672. Today, we're going to talk to a teachhoops.com member about building a youth program um, but before we dive into that, I'd like to give a big shout out to two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Go over and check them out um, with all of us kind of heading or hopefully heading back to school um, with social distancing. I can't imagine a better resource for all of you to, to work on your have your players work on their game and social distance. Um, go over and check it out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, prices are going to be increasing. We're adding so much content over the next month. Um, we're, we're setting up a roadmap for coaches to kind of walk them through what they need, preseason, postseason, all those kind of things. Um, we're adding resources. We're adding courses. We're adding all sorts of stuff. Um, so if you want to jump in, now is the time to do that over at teachhoops.com. For, uh, for still a 14-day free trial, so go over and check that out. Um, also, we are looking for um, podcast producers. If you'd like to become part of the Coach Market uh, Media Group and uh, join one of our three podcasts in our, in our media group, let me me know come on over and join us um, let me know and you can email me at steve at teachhoops.com all right let's head off to the podcast all right so tell me all the questions you have i'm sure there's lots of- there is they've been building okay so, i really have more questions about um obviously non-basketball stuff and more of like the youth program and exactly like how did like when you first started so like i think their youth program is pretty bad right now um everything i can find so i guess how did you really get that started and what were like the first steps that you took so we initially associated ours with our ymca because we couldn't get gym space okay space is always an issue you have to because you need other space other than the high school to be able to to run a good youth program so you need elementaries middle schools community centers whatever so that's the first place we started so we started with the y and they kind of ran it initially so we could get it off the ground try to get at least one or two teams at each age level and Mm -hmm. then um 
gosh, I would say about five or six years ago, we kind of split from the Y because we weren't getting what we needed from them. Um, and then we started our own 501C, um, which we have a board and we have parents and we put the girls and boys programs together okay. um, under one big, huge umbrella. So, uh, and our athletic director is like the president and it, it works really well. Um, so yeah, gym space is the biggest one. Um, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not sure how your, how your school district works, but it's, it seems like it's always hard to get gym time in the winter. The school I'm currently at, it's definitely hard. Um, yeah. um I don't know how, how exactly works there. They do seem to have like, they have a nice website, the, okay. the youth club and everything like that. Okay. Um, so it's definitely there. I'm not sure about the gym space though. And how many, and are they boys and girls separate or are they together? They're separate. Okay. And then how many did, did, could you figure out how many teams at each age level? One team, at, it looked like at each level and that was, they seem a little low. Okay. Um, and that does. And, and what's the, what's the high, what's Menashe's high school uh, enrollment? Uh, they're about a thousand. So they're D2. Yes. Yeah. I would think you'd want two. I mean, at our good levels, we have four, um, okay. especially the younger ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as they climb, then we kind of start separating a little. I want everybody playing all the way through eighth grade because you never know. Um, the, the funny part, Daryl Willis, who played for Wichita State this year, just walked in my room um, seventh hour today. It was hilarious. And he's like 6'8". He couldn't make a left-handed layup when he was a ninth grader. And he's left-handed. Um, mm-hmm. It's it, so you never know where the development's going to come. So yeah. you, never want, you don't want to turn kids off. You want to. The, the only reason we don't have teams is we don't have enough coaches. Uh, okay. That's the only reason we turn kids away. You obviously have to differentiate. You don't have the same kids taking calculus as taking algebra. So yep. You have to differentiate at some point. Um, and I tend to do that more at the middle schools once they start getting up that you know six, seventh, eighth. Like mm-hmm. all right, here's our here's ten. Um, and then we kind of come in. Ideally, I we haven't figured this one out. Ideally, we wouldn't have parents coaching. Um, I haven't figured out that yet. <laughs> and this is 30 years. <laughs> uh, but we do a big part of the selection process. So I have my coaches and my entire staff come in and help select. Because I want every kid to have a, an opportunity to make you know, especially in seventh or eighth grade, make that top. Otherwise it becomes this whole um, self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing, you know? Okay. Yeah. I was in the A team. Why aren't I in the A team again? And it's like, well, we're going to pick the teams, then we'll figure out the coaches. So there has to be, there has to be a work with that. Um, But I think a key thing with, and I, and I've said this before to other people, I think a key with this is, is you got to get out. This is something I don't do it as much because I'm too old now and I don't don't have enough energy to do it. Mm -hmm. I used to go out and run clinics at the elementaries on the South side, free stuff. We did Saturday morning stuff where we would, you know, that at my varsity guys during the season come in and we'd do like a free, you know, like 45 minute, like little dribblers kind of thing. Basically, got to become, um, you know, a, a marketing genius to be like honest. With you. And you and you got to make it like, you know, and that's why we moved all the way down to the. I think second graders because I got to get my claws on them before they get into hockey. I got to get my claws into them before they become swimmers, at least show an interest. Otherwise I lose them, you know, and swimmers and hockey players by the time they're, they know they're swimmers and hockey players by fifth grade. Sure. Yep. (laughs) So I really want to go down and get them. So that is a huge thing with, that's a, that's a huge community thing. That's a huge, um, it's a good PR thing. Parents are seeing you out at the games, all that stuff. And, and I don't know if I've told you this before, but it's like a, it's a, it's a five to seven year plan to turn most things around. Mine was my initial first run was a little lower, less than that, but I got, I got 
yeah, an MBA kid coming through. <laughs> yeah, that always helps. That helps a little. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have um, were your numbers low when you started, like at the youth? Uh, when when the person who I took the job from, who was the head coach for two years, it took him about two years to get to numbers where where they were steady and grow. And then after that, after word got out, you know, we had earlier tryouts in the fall to get kids involved. Um, then it, then it's been kind of a steady, and then you know, it's kind of I don't it kind of ebbs and flows whether it's you know straight across or up and down yeah uh, but it's been pretty consistent you know you're never gonna you know we're a school of 22 we're almost twice as we are yeah. twice as big as and you know we're not gonna have seven teams because there aren't seven you know that many seventh graders that want to play basketball that come through our feeder so yep. um you know i think a realistic or a good goal for you to try to get two at each level um okay you know t- 10 kids i and, and another thing about youth teams is i like to keep them i don't like more than 10 on any youth team ever and the, you know it's hard sometimes the practices for the coach and they got to think outside the box hey everybody Hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website, teachhoops.com, for coaches who want to get better. Uh, 14-day free trial. It's got it's got office hours. It's got one-on-one calls. It's got handouts. It's got practice plans. It's got how to do just – It's a, it's got a roadmap for you. That's what you need, a roadmap. Um, so go over and check that out. Again, it helps us keep the lights on. It helps us keep this, this, this uh, train of chugging. Um, subscribe and like we would love that um, if you love these podcasts especially on apple and spotify if you leave us a five-star review we would really appreciate that all right let's head back to the podcast i don't want you know 12 or 14 on a team because half of them are sitting i want them playing yeah that makes sense yeah because like well they're actually in our summon ashes in new london's conference right where i'm at now and they um like even so who, the, explain who's in that conference because I, I i taught in wausau for a while so they used to be with appleton correct okay yeah but now it's uh, New London, Manasha, Xavier, okay, uh, Seymour, West Pier. Uh, oh, this is a that's a bear of a conference. Yeah, it's pretty. pretty Murphy's got to be Murphy's got to be done. I think he's got two years left until his son's done. I think so too. I yes. think so too. Uh, Shano is in it, and then uh, Green Bay East and Green Bay West. And where do the other two Green Bays go then? Uh, go I don't. To- they're with the other Green Bay schools, but yeah, they have Green Bay West and East come down by us. And are they so. smaller? Is that why? Uh, Green Bay East is D1. Uh, Green Bay West is D2. Because then Preble and then that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because when I, I mean, when I was coaching, it was, um, Menasha was in the Valley because, you know, I went to Lawrence, so I knew. Okay, yep. I think that's that's just as tough a count. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is pretty tough. Yeah. But, uh, I think that answers, oh, what I was going to say is because even like uh, right now they have um, at the JV, they only had one JV team this year. And no freshmen? Uh, they, yeah, no freshmen. Or they ended up combining them. Um, partially, it was due to uh, grades. Okay. So they kicked some guys off, but they didn't. They really didn't have numbers. They only had ten on their JV team. Okay. So I, I think I and then I would say you got to treat this almost like you're a football coach. Is okay. you need numbers initially. Yep. <laughs> And then you can worry about, you know, self, you can worry about self-cutting and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. you got to basically convince kids to come out. It's like kind of like our wrestling team. It's hard to get kids to come out wrestling for our school. You just got to yeah. get, get numbers. You just got to get numbers. You got to get kids out. Because um, they have a... They have a big football program and they're really good at football. They're so. very good. So that's something I would ask. I would ask. I would ask in, in the interview process too. What's the working relationship between football and basketball? You know, I've been lucky with mine, but you, you got if you don't have a good working. I mean, that that can be like water and oil if that's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to be on the all the same page. I don't want. 
you know, is the football coach telling them not to go out for basketball? Well, then you might as well not apply kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe you got to do some digging on that. But that there's yeah. I and I per I, in in a school of a thousand, I think you can have a lot of three sport athletes. I think this is my personal opinion. Our school, we end up with more two sport athletes because it's really hard. It's really hard three. to play three at a big, big school um, and be competitive. Yeah. So you got to be good at all. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, that's good. Um, like uh, another big topic I know that's going to be with them is uh, parents. Um, obviously, like just curious how you go over your preseason meeting with them. With so the um, I think most issues in the world can be solved by communication so i think you especially as a new coach you got to over communicate rather than under communicate mm-hmm. i would convey that that i you know they're not my enemy they're my ally i just most most problems from someone that's taught 30 years and i can tell you this from having i don't even know how many kids come through my class is most problems come about because of lack of communication somewhere in the triangle player parent or teacher or coach whichever way you want to look at it and when those three aren't communicating and usually the the usually the kid to the coach and the kid to the parent is poor communication because they're teenagers so that's where you got to kind of gap that and make the bottom part of that triangle it's the math teacher in me Mm -hmm. um so uh i over communicate um i find great parent reps um, that take care of most of it. Uh, you know, they're, I'm not, I'm communicating very little with my parents, but okay. I'm communicating to my assistant and I'm communicating to our parent rep. And we have basically a triangle, then she sends it out. I don't need to be contacting all of them, but I want them to know what's going on. Uh, you know, you know, here's what's happening. We're collecting money, all that kind of stuff. Going back to your initial question with the preseason meeting, I don't do those anymore. I used to. Okay. Again, <laughs> and I would I would recommend everybody that's starting to definitely do a preseason meeting. I just I'm just not gonna because I'm too old and sure. if they fire me, I'll just go fishing. You know, <laughs> I don't care anymore. So uh, that's why I don't do it. And everyone kind of knows how my ship runs, so that's okay. What I think you need to do, especially in that preseason meeting, is you need to talk about your you got to talk about your expectations for the entire program. You have to talk about how you're going to communicate with them. You're going to talk about um, vacation policies, what's going to happen when Johnny decides he wants to go, not a big deal in basketball, but let's say he wants to go see grandma over winter break and miss practice for a week. How are you going to handle that? How are you going to handle unexcused absences? How are you going to handle kids that aren't passing? You know, all that kind of stuff. I, again, don't do it anymore. I had a list of 12 things that everybody signed and handed it out, collected it. I, again, don't do it because everybody kind of knows my rules. You know, if you miss practice, I don't care what the reason is. You, you don't start or you don't play right away. All that kind of stuff. I just, I communicate that to them. They might not agree with it, but they've, they've heard it. Um, and I explained the reason behind it. I said, I'm not punishing your son by not starting him because he was sick with the flu. I'm rewarding the kid that's there. Your son's still going to play. I'm not telling him he's not going to play. He's not going to start because he mm-hmm. wasn't here. He missed the lesson basically is the way I do it. So... Yes. I, I mean, I would talk, and this is something I had, I had an assistant principal on my staff when I started. He was actually the one I took the, the job from. And he, we would always talk about, okay, here's my thoughts on, you know, um, my rules for the year. I tried to simplify them down to 10 or 12, you know, being time, all that kind of stuff. And then we would, you know, we would tweak it as things kind of go along. Great thing yep. to run by your athletic director. Um, but I think it's really important for the kids and the parent to be at that preseason meeting. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five-star reviews. We're going to leave a one-star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.